following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. Wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Elspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning right here on KZIM, KSIM from 7 to 7.30. I'd like to now welcome in my co-host here, Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Brock. Great to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show again. And Brock, I have to tell you, it's been a crazy week. My to-do list uh, at home is big. The work to-do list has been big, but I've been knocking it out, knocking them down, and I'm looking forward to the, you know, this weekend. Is there a better uh, feeling than having a to-do list and finalizing it, like checking it off all the way down to the last one and going, I accomplished something today. I would not know that feeling of checking them all off because okay. <laughs> I get one done and another one's added at the bottom. So they just keep, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I <laughs> There's totally always something on the list. But yes, just even one project uh, accomplishing that. Well, uh, and everybody's been involved with projects lately, right? I mean, everybody's right. doing stuff at home and fixing their house up yep. and improving things and doing backyard projects and in fact, we're in in the middle of all of that as well, and we're hopefully coming down the home stretch. But uh, anyway, listen, folks, we've got a great show lined up for you today, and uh, I'm really excited about talking about some of these things with retirement plans. But before we do, I just got to tell you a little bit about our our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. I would encourage you to check out our website for very valuable information, including our brand new Roth conversion information guide. And so if you go to our website, you'll see that button and click on that and uh, you'll be able to download our uh, our uh, Roth conversion information guide, which is a great tool for you to use in your own life and information to get you started. Also, you can listen to uh, past shows on our uh, website as well. You can also listen to right. us on um, uh, Apple uh, iTunes. Thank you very much. There we go and uh, Spotify and wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. So check out yeah. our website and uh, and uh, shoot us an email. Or the best way to get started in your financial journey and making sure that you have the retirement financially that you've always dreamed of and wanted, give us a call here, okay? Because information is great, but what are you going to do with that information? If you don't do anything about it, then it's not going to help you. So give us a call here, 332 788 5-5-3-3-2-7-8-5-5 to schedule your first complimentary meeting with me to discuss your situation. All right, that's it, Tony. I'm on. I'm done. <laughs> wow. Well, Show's that over. sounds great. <laughs> well, that sounds great. And it, it sounds like that uh, Roth conversion report that you talked about there that people mm-hmm. can get, our listeners can have access to that to ties in with what we're talking about today, doesn't it? It does. So today, folks, we're going to talk about rollover precautions. 
You know, many times you hear about doing a rollover from your previous employer or maybe your current uh, employer from the 401k plan to an IRA to give you more options. Sometimes that is a good idea, but you need to think about some of these precautions. And we're going to give you this information today. And again, information is only as good as what you do with it. So here you go, folks. Let's talk about it, Tony. Yeah. Where should we start? Um, so, so we need to first start here. We need to understand the difference between an IRA rollover and an IRA transfer. These are two very different things, Tony. Sure. So, so let's do this. Let's break down and kind of talk about the difference between what a rollover is and what a transfer is. Okay, so when what's you the have difference? A, yeah. So when you have an employer plan, like a 401k, you have money in that in that uh, retirement plan, and uh, you're going to roll it over to an IRA, which basically means that you keep the deferred status of those dollars. And so you're not going to pay taxes on this rollover amount. Okay, so you're rolling from a 401k, you just kind of roll it out there to an IRA. An IRA transfer is when you already have an existing IRA, and you're going to transfer it to a different IRA. So it's a transfer when it goes from IRA to IRA. But when it comes from an employer plan to an IRA, that, my friend, is a rollover. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I'm glad you explained it that way. I, I guess I was a little confused in that. So uh, when you transfer, like, say, from a traditional, uh, traditional IRA to a Roth, what is that then? So, so that's that a transfer. Is, yeah, that's really called a conversion, right? I mean, it, basically, oh, Roth you're saying conversion. Is yeah, you're taking. Yeah, so you're taking your traditional IRA and you're moving it over to a Roth IRA, um, uh, and, and so you have to pay taxes on that amount. Okay, and it has to be categorized as a conversion, because if it's not, then it's going to consider just a cash out of your traditional, and then you can't just put it into a IRA. Let's say you have $100,000 in your in your traditional. If you just cash it out and say, oh, I'm going to put it into a Roth. No, you can't do that because you would exceed the contribution limit amount that you can put in. So you got to make sure that you code that and, and uh, you know, ch- check the box that it's a Roth conversion. Otherwise, you'll be limited to the, you know, the limits on contributions, which is, you know, 6000 or $6,500. Uh, so, so anyway, that's the that's kind of the difference there. But what I'd like to do now, Tony, is kind of reference this article, the 10 IRA rollover rules you need to know. And it was on thebalance.com, by the way. And it's a great place to, I think, get started with our conversation here on precautions that you need to take when it comes to um, rollovers of your retirement plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into them. Uh, You know, what are some precautions that we should take? What do we need to know when we're thinking about you know, a lot of people move jobs, and when they do, you know, mm-hmm. obviously uh, a rollover isn't always the first thing people are thinking of, but it's really important probably to move that 401k after you've left a job, if you're going to another one, uh, move it into an IRA of some type. So right. uh, what, what do we need to be wary of when we do that? Well, here's another option, too, is that you can actually move it. You know, if you have a, a, a past uh, 401k, you can usually, if your plan allows, you can roll funds from uh, 401k to 401k, okay? 
So you can actually, you know, again, it's considered a rollover, but it's 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 a uh, 401k rollover to another 401k. So that's one of the options, too, if you have a new 401k at where you're working. Now, here's some of the differences there. If you do the rollover from employer plan to employer plan, you will be subject to the new investments that are inside of your new 401k. So that's one reason why people say, well, I've got my old 401k. You take a look, you, you're comfortable with the funds that you're invested, or maybe you have an, a, a third party money manager at that old 401k that you like, and they're doing a good job for you. Uh, and then you, so you're going to leave that there and then just start fresh with the new one. You can transfer the old one to the new one if the new plan accepts that, or you can have a third source of money and, and have an IRA. Okay. So, so you have multiple options when you leave a company, you can leave it there usually. Now I will say, Tony, most of the time there's a, what they call a force out. So for example, if you have less than $5,000 and again, that number's arbitrary, but if you have less than say $5,000, they'll force you out and they'll just pay a check to you. And then it's taxable to you. So you got to be careful about that. Some plans will say, okay, we're going to force you out of the 401k plan. You're with fidelity but we're just going to force you out into an IRA with Fidelity. Okay, does that make sense? So it's not taxable to you, but it's outside of the employer plan. They don't want that sure. balance. They don't want to have to keep track of you and all that kind of stuff. So they just force you out to your own IRA that they you know, they open up for you. So you just got to see what I'm saying, folks. This There's so many different rules and everybody's different. There's not one standard rule that says every plan has to do this. That's kind of the beauty about it, if you think about it, especially from the employer's standpoint, because they can do whatever they want. I mean, they can have all these different plan provisions. I mean, obviously within the, you know, the ERISA rules. But my point is, is that they can have different provisions from plan to plan. So you need to know what your options are. It's very easy. You know, you can call the company. You can work with an advisor like myself, and we can do it together and find out what the best option for you is. So just to recap there. You know, if you have a previous employer plan, you have a few options. You can either keep it there if it's over, you know, the, the force out amount. You can roll it to your new employer if they allow rollovers, which most do. Or you can roll it out to an IRA. So those are your options, Tony. And that's really what I wanted to hit on first is so, so people out there knew, you know, what their options were when they have a previous employer 401k. Yeah, and that's good to know the options. And then we can get into some of the technicalities that you need to know about mm-hmm. when you do the rollover. Uh, right. But first, let, let let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation where you can run, you know, look at the rollover guide uh, and they can get that from you. So, so one of the things you need to look at is, again, are you comfortable with the investment options? Do you know that if they're performing up to par? And we have what we call a PAR report. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. I just said up to PAR. The PAR in our case stands for Portfolio Analysis Review. Okay. So we take a look at these different assets and these different plans that you have out there and say, here's the information. Either these funds are good or they're not. <laughs> I mean, it's black and white. Would you be better off having more options through the IRA and do it, you know, rolling those monies out to an IRA? That's the big advantage, in my opinion, is that you open up the investable universe, 
when you roll monies from an old 401k to a IRA. Now, another thing you need to look at is fees. What are the fees you're paying in that previous employer plan versus rolling it out to an IRA? Maybe you could reduce or maybe it will increase your fees. These, again, are all things that we can provide to you through the portfolio analysis review. It will show you the performance of what you have. It'll show you what you're paying in fees. And that way you can make an educated you know, determination on, on what's best for you. And I can help you do that. So give us a call if you do have a prior employer and plan at 332-7855. And we can run this portfolio analysis review for you. That sounds great. Uh, now let's keep things rolling here. Uh, what's the mm-hmm. next thing, Brock, that you would like to talk about when it comes to rollover precautions? Well, you know, one of the things we often think of a rollover is just something that happens at a job change. Okay. Or maybe you think that it's just going to follow you to your new job. And I will tell you that some plans, let's say you've worked for the same employer. You don't have this problem or you don't, I wouldn't say it's a problem. You don't have this issue of having multiple employer plans. Okay. And you've worked for the same company for 30 years. And you're saying, you know what, I am, uh, I am 60 years old, I've got five years to retirement, and I really would like to have more options than what's available in the 401k. And so a lot of people are not aware of this, that there's a thing called an in-service distribution, okay, that you normally have access to. Well, what does that mean? Uh, first of all, you have to be 59 and a half to be able to execute this in most cases. Sometimes it's 55, but most of the time it's 59 and a half. If you were 59 and a half, you would look at doing an in-service distribution to just really expand your portfolio. Okay. Um, maybe you want to invest in an annuity, but you can't do that until you retire, right? Well, no, the in-service distribution allows you to do that. So you can take out a portion of your existing assets in that 401k, do an in-service distribution and and do it as a rollover, okay, not a cash payout, do it as a rollover, put it into a self-directed IRA, and here we go. You can invest in things that are not, you know, typically available to you in your current employer plan. One of the reasons why people like annuities is because, you know, it allows you to have some uh, form of certainty when it comes to your income. So you know that what your income will be from that portion of your assets. That's why people like those. And so you can't usually do that in a, in a 401k. So maybe that's a reason why some people do it. Okay. Uh, but if the bottom line is, is it opens up the investable universe. And, and if, if you feel like that, your current fund lineup in your 401k may not be meeting your goals and objectives. That's a reason to maybe look at doing an in-service distribution. But again, you need to look at performance. You need to look at fees. You need to look at, you know, several different aspects of this to make sure that this is the best decision for you. But again, an in-service distribution is a great tool to use as you get closer to retirement and you're more worried about income than you are accumulation because that's what you save this money for is to provide income right. at some point. But not retirement. every but not every job has not every employer offers uh, a 401k with an in-service option, right? Yeah, that's that's correct. Um I would say 90% do though, Tony. 
And so most people do have access to, to do that, but you don't know unless you, you know, ask the question. You can either get a summary plan description from your employer that they have to give to you if you ask for it, or sometimes it's called a plan specs. So it just, you know, hits the highlights, but you do have this information available to you folks. You just need to know where to get it. Okay. And that's how you do it. You call up the breather provider. So if you have Fidelity or Vanguard or whoever the provider is, you can call them and ask them. You can ask your HR person for a plan, uh, summary plan description or the plan specs. So there's, there's a way to get this information and, and know for sure if this is available to you or not. But again, I would say that 90% of the people that have a 401k do have this option once they reach age 59 and a half. So. Right. So now what about the rules when it comes to doing a transfer rollover? I know there are some rules that we need to be aware of, right? Yeah. So when it comes to rollovers, Tony, so let's specifically talk about rollovers. Um, there is a thing called, there's two ways to do it, an indirect rollover or a direct rollover. And really what we're talking about here, Tony, is the, an indirect um, rollover to a custodian or a direct to a different custodian. So I will tell you just the general rule is, is if you're looking at doing something like this to diversify your portfolio and have more options, um, that you would want to do a direct rollover. Okay. And what that basically means is whoever your new custodian is, let's say you're going from Fidelity 401k to a TD Ameritrade IRA, you would just make that check out to TD Ameritrade for the benefit of your name. Okay. And your advisor can help you with this. But, but my point is, is that if you do it that way, you don't have to have any extra rules applied to this transaction. However, there may be a reason, don't really know why, but some people do do this, it's called an indirect rollover, okay? And what that means is, is that money is going to be payable to you as a person, okay? And, and, and so if you have 60 days from that point of, of distribution to put it into a qualified plan and or IRA. So again, the check is made up payable to you instead of the new custodian, it's no problem. It's not going to be taxable as long as you put it in another qualified plan within 60 days. That's called the 60-day rule, if you've ever heard of that. That's what that means. The problem is, is that if it becomes 61 days, and for whatever reason you didn't get it deposited to the new qualified plan, that amount becomes fully taxable. Okay, And penalties may be applied as well, and it can be very significant. So again, I'm sure people have their reasons for doing indirect rollovers, but if you're going to do an in-service distribution uh, or if you're retired and you're going to roll these monies out, just do a direct rollover so you don't have to be subject to this 60-day rule, okay? Uh, one other thing about that is that you used to be able to do unlimited indirect rollovers, and now it's there's a rule that says, nope, you can only do one for every 365 days, which you would think, well, you can do once a year. No. If you do a direct or indirect rollover in, say, July of you know, 15th, you have to wait until July of 16th. That's why they say 365 days So, to do another one. But again, just avoid all those problems. <laughs> and don't be subject to that 60-day rule and do a direct rollover. 
Yeah, that's good advice. And I think that mm-hmm. uh, our listeners out there, this you know, you can get deep in the weeds with this stuff, but I think it's important uh, more so than ever to work with a financial professional. And so many people now are changing jobs so often, Brock, that I think mm-hmm. this becomes more of an issue, right? It does. and does. And you have to make sure that you are working or if you're not working with an advisor, honestly, I don't know how you, you get through all of the, the rules. OK, number one, uh, sure. b- beyond all the other issues, right, investment management and all these kinds of things. Um, but I will tell you that, you know, when you're looking at doing an IRA rollover, you have to look at all aspects and you have to make sure that you're aware of some of these rules that you don't get trapped into. Um, I would tell you that if you, um, uh, if you are uh, one, another topic on here is that if you're, if you're talking about exempt rollovers, um, I, a lot of the questions I get is there, is there an age limit to either rollovers or transfers, you know, cause the whole 59 and a half is, the minimum age that you have to be to make distributions without any kind of 10% federal tax penalty. Um, 70 and a half, now 72 is the age for required minimum distributions. Are there any age limits to doing rollovers? And the answer is absolutely not. Okay. There's no age limit. Now, there are some things that you need to be aware of. Once you reach age 72, okay, you do have to begin that required minimum distribution. And so one of the mistakes I see is that when you do do a transfer, okay, and you're in the year of 72 or beyond, you have to make sure that, you know, the new product or the new um, IRA that you're going to, that you won't have penalties for taking out the required minimum distribution. And if you are going to be subject to any penalties, then take it out, take your required minimum distribution out before you do that transfer. Okay, so again, kind of general rules about the 60 day rollover. Just don't be subject to it. Do a direct rollover, do a direct transfer. You don't have to worry about these rules. Same thing here. If you just take your required minimum distribution before transferring to the new custodian, you don't have to worry about any of these problems. Okay, so if you are going to move to a different advisor, if you are going to move to a different custodian, if you're managing your money yourself, just make sure you, 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 you look at these things and make sure that you're not going to be subject to any, you know, penalties for, because you have to take out your required minimum distribution. Does that make sense, Tony? Yep, it does. And we're out of time for today's show. Uh, give that what? phone number one more time, Brock. Tony, I can't believe we're out of time. This is unbelievable. We're having so much fun every day, every week here on this show, <laughs> but to get oh, a hold yes. of me, it's very simple. It's 573-332-7855. I don't charge for phone calls and I don't charge for the initial meeting that we would have just to discuss your situation to see if there's anything I can do to help you. Okay. Other than that, people have a great week. It's been fun. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the retirement playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573 332 7855 
or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.